Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman Beyond podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 93, Once Burned and Hooked Up. Hi, pals. We're back again. I am mm-hmm. Al. I'm Maggie. And we're here to talk about Batman. Batman's. Beyond. Um, This week was pretty good, would you say? Oh, uh, yeah. It's all, these are both pretty good. Like like middling. Not, mm-hmm. not when you're going back at the end and you're saying, what, what were the greatest episodes of this show? I don't know mm-hmm. that either of these would make that, but they're also not like, ugh. That was a real stinker. Yeah. It was just... Yeah, was I enjoyed okay. this. These Got were to... both uh, following up with characters we'd met in yep. season one. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Uh, so why don't you tell us? Why don't Let's kick it off with Once Burned. Mm-hmm. So an enjoyable mob poker game featuring such classic Batman Beyond characters as Black Kingpin, Awesome Future Maggie, and Bernie <laughs> the Hesitant Gambler is disrupted by the arrival of Ten the black-and-white stripe lady from the Royal Flush Gang who successfully robs the place. That lasts about six seconds before she's busted by Batman, who then returns the stolen goods, hoping that it will get the criminals off her back. It does not, alas. They both escape, and Terry returns home to find Ten waiting for him and her civilian guys as Melanie. Then they make out. Meanwhile, somewhere, Dana wonders why Terry blew her off again tonight. Melanie leaves, and Terry approaches her again, this time as Batman. She explains that the Jokers have kidnapped her family and are demanding a huge ransom for their return, which she can only steal from the aforementioned enjoyable mob poker game. Terry volunteers to help her save her family, but quickly realizes that they aren't actually there. He then fights more random gang members than the combined armies of Double Dragon, Final Fight, and Bad Dudes. But is Terry a bad enough dude to save Ten's family? (laughs) Meanwhile, Ten ditches Terry to return to the poker game, this time successfully robbing it. Uh, But when she arrives at the pickup site, there are no Jokers to be seen. It's just her shitty family tricking her to make sure that she's loyal and then demanding that she choose a side. Ten mostly just kind of wants to hang out with Terry. Speaking of Terry, that guy shows up along with all of the mob villains attempting to play everybody off of each other, which is a terrible plan, Terry. Jesus Christ. In the commotion, Ten escapes, everyone else is arrested, and Terry pays Dana five seconds of attention. I will. I take issue with that. I thought that was a great plan. The when, getting everybody together? When the crime family is like, hey, you're outnumbered, Batman. He's mm-hmm. like, oh no, these I brought these mob guys that you pissed off. <laughs> Bye. It, it felt like a real fucking like, heartless, just vindictive Bruce move. Like, I act- like, oh, you're becoming more like the old man every day, kid. I actually, like, I like it, but it's, once again, I was very much like, okay, Batman Beyond does not give a shit about if people get killed, you know? I suppose that's true, but I don't know. Those guys all have superpowers. I mean, that is true. And one of them is a robot. Like, they rebuilt their, their ace robot, so. The I mob guys, on the other hand, are just mob guys. <laughs> well, there's the one, as you, as you call her, future Maggie, who I just think look like Amanda. Mm-hmm. She's got the uh, Cruella stripe in her hair. Yeah, she shows up, starts shooting people, and I'm like, ha, ah, goals. But she never stops shooting. Like, no. we, don't, we don't get to know these characters because they're just mob guys. It doesn't matter. But they, mm-hmm. they put a little spin. Like, we get a little bit of uh, 
Like, we have a pretty good idea of what some of them are like. And what she's like is she will just keep firing and firing until her laser gun runs out of bullets, which is a long time because it's a laser gun. There's a bit where, like, Ten is escaping and, like, Mm -hmm. she's basically just pulls out her gun and just starts shooting after her. Oh, she shoots, like, a 360-degree arc around herself, shattering all the windows in the Mm -hmm. apartment and nearly hitting a bunch of her fellow mobsters. Yeah, like, she runs out of window and then starts shooting Bar. Yep. She does not give a fuck. No. But that's the second time that happens. The first time is on the rooftop. I just, mm. I love her just absolute madness. Mm-hmm. Fucking badass. Yeah. But like each of them has a, you know, a little bit of personality. They don't just feel like, you know, they're set dressing. They feel like they're people, which I is mean, cool. I mean, like this is my good thing. Um, I really dig all of those guys. Like they all yeah. feel like Batman Beyond villains that we've never seen before. And probably won't. Yeah. But like the the fact that they went that they put all that work into like yeah. characters who aren't important is like it 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 really sort of flushes the world out a lot. Like well, and character design on the show we've we've given it a consistent A plus the whole time, and mm-hmm. that that you know holds true. But also yeah. like we we're saying, like they also give them personalities, which yeah. is nice. But like any one of these guys could have had like like an episode, you know? Yeah. No, that one dude is very clearly the kingpin. He's mm-hmm. he's massive he's- and he's wearing a white suit and he's bald and like. Yep. They do kind of a tired, fat joke where he's trying to run after 10 and running through the door with someone else and he gets stuck because he's fat, which I didn't love. Yeah. But that is pretty standard for the kingpin. (laughs) And as much as I think fat jokes are in poor taste, and I genuinely do, Mm -hmm. I still think one of the funniest things in in comics ever is when uh, Ultimate Peter Parker breaks out the note cards. (laughs) And just starts insulting the kingpin to his face and just reading off a bunch of fat jokes he wrote. I, I, w- I had something very important to tell you. Yeah, I wanted to write it down so that I wouldn't forget about it. It's framed as this big dramatic thing. Like he's going to confront him and he's going to tell him that he's doing wrong. It's like, you're so fat. Da, 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 da. And it's the funniest shit. Well, I lo- I, the kingpin gets so fucking angry too. Yeah, exactly. And like, again, I don't like that kind of humor, but no, uh, I couldn't help it there. But I, I do like the kingpin just being enraged that he can't, that this kid won't stop bothering him. Yep. And that was a good, you know, it was mm-hmm. a good angle. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you're right. The the mob guys are great. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. Although, at one point, Terry says something like, um. Uh, I'm out saving the world. I think mm-hmm. he was talking to Max. Yeah. And he's like, I'm out saving the world. Are you? Are, mm-hmm. Or are you stopping someone robbing a, a card game? Yeah. It's not like, really saving the world this time. Sometimes you do. Not this time. I, I don't know how this this mob card game actually hurts anybody. Well, I was, I was thinking, like, my original thought was, mm-hmm. oh, Terry's going to break in and bust this up. And doesn't he have better things to do? That's not what happens. What mm-hmm. happens is Ten steals the money, runs away. The gunfire is what gets Terry's attention. And yeah. that tracks because he's looking for, you know, trouble. So he, d- I don't think he cares about the card game in and of itself. Yeah. I think it's the violent crime that might hurt innocent people mm-hmm. that happens after that. All right. I should probably get involved in this. Yeah. But it's not saving the world is my point. Yeah. That's a, that's a little. Uh, oh, good work, Terry. Little over the top there. Has he saved the world yet? Uh, I don't know. He definitely will at least once. Yeah, I know he'll he'll work with the future Justice League. Yeah, but uh, I don't I don't rem- I I don't know I don't remember what happened last week. So mm. who knows? Yeah, I actually I wish I'd remembered a little more about what happened between him and Ten because I wasn't sure how they left it. Mm-hmm. 
she basically sort of disappears and then just sort of like watches him go from like a balcony or whatever. That's what I thought. Um, and then he's this... got that. Uh, he's got that note from her, and then he doesn't open it. He just throws it away. Yeah, I I, I remember that. But like, um, I don't know. Last time he broke up with or Dana broke up with him briefly. Mm-hmm. This time he's just straight up cheating on her, which yeah. is not cool. Yeah, not dude, cool. come on. Yeah. Um, but my bad thing is, yeah, if they're gonna keep bringing back ten, and I'm I'm fine if they do. I do I do like a Catwoman type. Mm-hmm. in Terry's life, but different enough from Catwoman. There's a whole other conflict. It's not just life of crime versus going straight. It's also her family. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd really prefer it if she knew Terry was Batman by this yeah. point because she, she as Melanie knows Terry mm-hmm. and she as Ten knows Batman and yet she doesn't know that they are the same person. He does, but yeah. she doesn't. And they did one full episode of her not knowing already and now it's getting tiresome. Like the yeah. whole the whole secret identity thing in general, but specifically Dana's not bright. She won't pick up on it, but, no. but 10 really should know. I mean, you know, we've talked about this a couple of times. It's just the secret identity thing is just, you know, played out. It's yeah. played out. It's not fun. It mostly is just like, well, we get to watch this guy lie to his lie to his loved ones some more. I see in Superman it got a little tiresome, but largely because there's 50 plus years of history of super- mm-hmm. that that being a part of the Superman myth. It's like, yeah. OK, I will endure this because, yeah, a pretty essential part of this is Lois loves Superman and tolerates Clark. Yes. And that is an interesting dynamic to me. But mm-hmm. there's no reason to keep it alive here because Terry McGinnis was created for this show and there yeah. is no history there. So, but yeah. uh, speaking of Dana... And all that. This is your bad thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I like Max, and I like Melanie, and I think either of them would be a much more interesting, significant other for Terry. And what's worse, the show seems to agree with me. And meanwhile, poor dumb Dana just dumbs around dumbly, and it's starting to feel like Terry isn't actually very interested in dating her. Yeah. Like, the... The show does not seem to want to give us a reason to actually like her, you know? Well, we talked about this a week or two ago. Like, we don't really know what she's like. Exactly. And it's starting to really bug me as we get further and further into the show. Because she keeps being important, but only because the show is telling us that she's important. Well, like there, one of the episodes next week she figures in prominently, but not necessarily the way we want. Mm-hmm. I do remember that. But hopefully we'll get more, you know, like... We were noticing uh, there's a lot less Bruce so far this season. Yeah. Because they're focusing more on, like, we've gotten more of uh, Terry's home life. We've, mm-hmm. we've gotten a, more of a look at his uh, his brother and his mom. Yeah. Um, so hopefully Dana will get some of that yeah. as well. I, I hope so, because yeah. it, all it does is draw attention to the fact that he's just lying to her constantly. Well, the and lying... now he has friends to help him lie to her constantly. Yeah, the lying sucks. Yeah. But the cheating on her. Yeah. Like, there's also... no... There's no noble reason for that. There's no, like, I'm out saving the world mm-hmm. from card games. It's just, uh, no, I wanted to kiss another girl, so I didn't tell you about yeah. it. That's, that's shitty, man. Yeah. Don't do that. They do a cutaway where, like, literally anything could happen, and I'm just like, all right. Yeah. You know? Yep. Like, I, again, I like Melanie. I would be interested in seeing, like, that relationship. Yeah, it's good giving get... him a Catwoman type. Yeah. But, like... You can't just wheel poor Dana out whenever you need him to have someone to talk to, you know? Yeah, like, that is true. I will say um, I kind of like the idea that Max is never uh, considered, even even mm-hmm. like, even like in the running. Yeah. Like, Max, they're not interested in each other, and I like sure. that. Yeah, and that's fine. I just, like, 
she she and Melanie are already much more interesting characters, you know? Yeah, that's true. And Max just showed up like two weeks ago. Exactly. And I've already just like fallen head over heels for her. Yeah. Well, this is my good thing. Mm-hmm. This is this is the first episode we get where she's full on helping Terry like do his Batman thing. Yep. Like she does some some Oracle shit here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's good. Yeah. It's she's still great. That's all. It's just yeah, it's nice horror. seeing like the the last episode ended with the promise that she would be around to help and yeah. they delivered on that promise immediately like mm-hmm. this is what that looks like yep. he needs some like digital detective work he's not as good at that as uh, you know like she is and mm-hmm. she's able to like <laughs> hack defense satellites and shit to mm-hmm. like find out what he needs to know well and i'm like I, you know i talked about this last week but it's just it's nice having him have someone to talk to who's not just bruce you know yeah Absolutely. It's like, I got to fight all these mob guys and whatever. And Bruce is just like, yeah, I used to fight mob guys. Mm-hmm. I'm old now, though. Well, that doesn't really help me. <laughs> well, he he lies to Bruce. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, it's a quiet night. And they have this wonderful shot at Wayne Manor. It's a real wide shot of a giant room, mm-hmm. like a big old dining room with a big picture window and everything. And he's just seated at this giant table by himself. And he's like, yeah, it's pretty quiet here, too. <laughs> Eating oh, a- baby. It's- Eating a bowl of old man soup. Yep. Oh. Just walked all the way to his giant kitchen so he could empty a can of Campbell's into a pot, mm-hmm. heat it up, put yep. it into a bowl, and then walk all the way across the mansion to the dining room so he could sit down. <laughs> oh, he feeds the dog while he's in there. Oh, yeah. It's just, <laughs> I but just yeah. pictured Bruce on his nights off just like. Oh, every of, night is a night off. He's yeah. retired. But like just sort of walking around the mansion dramatically mm-hmm. brushing a finger along a dusty picture of, like, uh, Dick or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, if it's not raining, maybe he'll go up on the hill and uh, see his parents' graves. Mm-hmm. And if it is raining, he'll definitely go up to see oh, his yeah, parents' absolutely. graves. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Then the maybe gets struck from the uh-huh. sentence and he actually it's stricken and he actually goes. Yeah. Uh, hey, Ace, it started raining again. we got to head up to the hill to go see Mom and Dad's grave. Oh. I don't like Riz Roos. <laughs> Why did I fit you with the uh, voice chip? <laughs> Retro Rex friend was just There was a like Bruce, like we said, has been not a big part of these lately, and mm-hmm. and I don't hate that in terms of okay, season one, you have to win over the fans of the old yeah. show. Like like, hey, he's still here, but now it's like okay, but let's get to know this Terry kid exactly. What's, what's his family life? What's his school life? Mm-hmm. And that's good. Um, but there's a real clumsy bit. There's a there's a transition from when he's talking to Ace. Or, uh, excuse me, talking to Ten. Mm. And then uh, they cut to the Batcave, and Bruce goes, uh, a poker game and a pile of credits, you say? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, to shreds, you say? <laughs> it's it just real clumsy. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I do love a stupid repeating a word ba- sentence back. Yeah, but Bruce shouldn't be the one doing that. Let me just say that again so that the people watching me will know. <laughs> Like, uh, Bob Newhart used to, like, that was his whole stand-up act. Mm-hmm. was like, you were hearing one half of a telephone conversation, and he would do that, and he was very good. At least it was a good <laughs> bit. Like, uh, he he would be, I don't know, the guy inventing whatever and trying to sell you on this ridiculous idea, mm-hmm. and he would just, oh, oh, you don't want that. Oh, I see. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't yeah. remember any specifics now, and I'm not really doing it justice, but it was a great bit. But it is funny. It's not, like, a serious dramatic thing at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to see a spliced guy just sort of in the background. Yep. So yep. I like that those don't go away. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about the idea that 
Um, okay, so Melanie buys this. I get that. She's not from here. She mm-hmm. comes here occasionally, but she doesn't know Gotham. Sure. But Terry completely buys the idea that the Jokers, mm-hmm. the Jokers, would kidnap a uh, highly skilled uh, uh, family of international uh, jewel thieves yeah. with superpowers. The Jokers. Like, the Jokers suck. We we just had an episode yeah. about this where one of them actually got a real weapon and mm. it was terrifying because these guys are usually idiots with motorcycles and, and like, uh, spiked fish. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't feel like they're, like, a vast, organized, underground gang or whatever, you know? Like, it feels like they're a bunch of dumbass kids who get together to have raves. I mean, there's a bunch of them. Mm -hmm. And they're criminals. They steal shit and they hurt people. But they're not organized. Well, yeah, I also... Oh, God. Like, I also get the feeling that they're, like, they're, like, it's made up of, like, little tiny gangs of, like, four or five people. Oh, yeah, probably. You know? Like, if there's some big thing, like, mm-hmm. like and I'm thinking of Dark Knight Returns. I'm, I always mix these guys up with the, uh, the, mutants. With the, with the mutants because yeah. we're supposed to, I think. Yeah. Like, they could absolutely get all of them together at the at the junkyard mm-hmm. to watch the leader, you know, get his ass kicked by do, Batman. Uh, do the opening of the Warriors. <laughs> right. But you know what I mean. Like, I feel like if there was a big enough event, they would all get together. But for the most part, you're right. Mm-hmm. They probably operate in, in little, just little clubhouses. Sorry, but, I would absolutely watch a scene now that's just the opening of the Warriors with just all the gangs based on various uh, villains from uh, Batman. Mm-hmm. Also, the Baseball Furies are still there for no reason. See, I don't know the Warriors, so I kind of like like move past that because I sure. don't. I I know the one reference, and that's it. Mm. I know some of the music from it. That's good. Doesn't really help. No. Um. I'm sure they were probably. I I know I know the gist of it though. Like the sure. different gangs have different dumb aesthetics that i mean I, like they're all superhero gangs basically you know yeah but i think they were probably they probably borrowed a bit from that for this oh yeah but uh the, just the idea that terry would believe that for even a moment mm-hmm. oh the joker has kidnapped your family the international jewel thieves yeah who all have superpowers well i mean we've talked about this terry's a bit of a dope <laughs> i guess so i, I don't know <laughs> look end of the day he's still a dumb teenager like yeah but he then he goes and tells max and max mm-hmm. doesn't shake him by the shoulders and say terry think about this for even a moment does that sound like something the jokers would do because you know max how much easier it is to harass somebody on a subway yeah not not kidnap the royal flush gang who have been active since original batman's mm-hmm. day and occasionally get taken off to jail but mostly uh just run free mm-hmm. and do crime man we should kidnap the royal flush gang why? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, I just like the I, and then he gets there and mm-hmm. he's just uh just inundated by you know by jokers mm-hmm. all over the. Like, well, of course you are. Look at the like. This idea occurred to me when he uh goes to where they're supposed to be and there's just like one sort of like real like um just real scuzzy looking Joker. Like, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> Like uh, he he looks like a just a stoner or whatever, and he's just like the the biggest loser mm-hmm. in clown paint. <laughs> he's like, yeah, these are the guys who kidnapped the royal flush gang. Okay, <laughs> I don't know, man. What are you talking about? Dave's not here. Have you seen the royal flush gang? What? Who? Man, I flushed the toilet. What? Listen. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of drugs. I just came into this fridge to chill out for a while, okay? <laughs> to get it? Chill? It's a joke. We're jokers. Uh-huh. Are, you, are you okay? Again, I did so much drugs. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, back to the um, secret identity thing. Mm-hmm. It occurred to me, Terry doesn't have anyone in his life that knows Batman and Terry McGinnis. No. By which I mean, he's never had to do a different voice or pretend to be, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Oh, yeah. I've thought about this a bunch because like, like he just Melanie's, uses his Terry voice. Yeah. Melanie's got to be the only person who's who knows both of them. Yeah. And he he's not practiced at this. Like mm-hmm. Bruce put a lot of work into this is the persona. It's a different guy. Yeah. I don't know that Terry has. No. So that's another reason she should know. You know, you sound a lot like that guy I'm super into. Uh, no, yeah. I don't. The only person I know in Gotham that I spend all my time with. I'm, uh, Batman, a completely different person. I've I've been around since 50 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I'm Pretty very much. old. Uh-huh. Who uh... could I secretly be? <laughs> what else? The Return of Mustard Clown, my favorite guy from last week. <laughs> They, they because he was swarmed with tons and tons of Jokers, they recycled a bunch yep. of those. And, and that didn't feel like a lazy animation thing. It's just like, no, it no, makes sense that they'd all be there. Yeah, exactly. There was, um, I think he appeared in another episode, but I don't remember seeing him before. There was a pretty cool cyberpunk jester looking guy. Oh, yeah. Where he's got like the jester bell hat, but he's also got like a fucking cyberpunk visor on. Yep, and it was, yep. it was a good, like... I don't see a t- like most of the jokers look kind of pathetic and on purpose. Yeah, I think that's like that's part yeah. of it, you know. Yeah, by design. But I I think this was a genuinely good melding of the two aesthetics mm-hmm. where it's the future and also these guys are dressed like clowns somehow yeah. just he actually looked kind of cool. I I kind of like that the fact like they kind of suck except that there's like so many of them, you know? Well, it's it's kind of the Kylo Ren thing. Yeah. It's kind of like they're desperately trying to keep this cool thing from the past going, but they are not nearly as cool. Yeah. But yeah, like you say, their their advantage is in numbers, and mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. It's not that any of them is any good. And I mean, like, I've talked about this before. I like that when they just sort of show up as just, like, crime in, in Gotham, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, because there's just, there's so fucking many of these idiots. And it's a pretty standard uh, uh, component of your classic cyberpunk future like you know street gangs Mm. because that's what we were all terrified of in the 80s yeah exactly you know not that gangs aren't a real thing or or, but you know media panic and all that oh yeah you know like no i i I remember like amps that shit up i mean that that was like in the 50s with like your teens behaving badly movies Mm -hmm. but you know but i mean like that was like the 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 new the new york crime wave or whatever Uh from like the 80s yep uh, so else? we had some some interesting voice stuff going on here. Oh yeah, um, Queen's original performer didn't come back, mm-hmm. so they replaced her with uh, Sarah Douglas, Lursa from the Superman movies, and Mala in the Superman series yeah. we just covered. So that was cool. Like I, I don't know that I would have noticed just because that character wasn't hugely prominent, and mm-hmm. also this lady's great. She played another great yeah. character already, but it was it was cool to hear her again. And uh, Lula, the uh, the Amanda lookalike mm-hmm. we were talking about. Played by Daphne Zuniga, who played, um, what's her name in Spaceballs? Oh, like God. The, the Princess um, Leia character in that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was also in, like, Melrose Place, and she did a bunch of shit, but that's what I know her from is Spaceballs. Princess Vespa. Thank you. Yes. A Druish princess. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, uh, let's see here. Ah, well, let's do your quote, because we have a wonderful... Uh, Terry doing a Calvin's dad thing on uh, on little Maddie. <laughs> this was such a big brother thing. Yeah, well, like it felt like Calvin's dad to me. Yeah, but also, totally. Also a big brother. Uh huh. Which uh, let's let's go ahead and play that. Yeah. Here. 
What are you doing here in the dark? Watching the sunset. That was an hour ago. I know, but they're gonna do an instant replay. Really? That was extra delightful, and he, mm -hmm. he, they give it the perfect amount of time before he comes back in the room and says, Hey, <laughs> wait a minute. That's not what happened, you jerk. I'm sorry, Maddie. It just turns out that you're very stupid. Mm. I have a lot of those in my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's real shit. Uh-huh. All that poison in the water supply the Joker added over the years is probably is really starting to catch up with the people of Gotham. Well, it makes me think, like, we haven't seen any evidence of this, but mm -hmm. maybe his mom is just real dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, Could be. Genetically, her genes are what watered down his mm -hmm. and made him less sharp, and also why uh, little Matt is uh, pretty stupid. Yep. But also, he's a kid. That's why you're kids, because you're stupid. <laughs> One of my favorite Simpsons lines. <laughs> yeah, that still doesn't explain Dana, though. No, Dana's just Dana. Just just, just dumb on her own for mm -hmm. her own reasons. Yeah, I guess so. <sighs> Poor dumb Dana. Mm -hmm. All right. Anything else? I think that's everything I got. Very well. Then let's press on to Hooked Up. Mm-hmm. The Neo-Gotham Neo-Mega Neo-Dome is packed to capacity with squealing teens in the throes of Donnie Mania. That's right, everyone. Donnie is here. And he's here to sing, pretty badly, to a captive audience of tens of thousands of adoring fans. Donnie wraps up his set, nearly signs some girl's breasts, and then makes a beeline for his limo, where three very attractive groupies offer themselves to him, sexually. Have we mentioned recently that kids love this show? <laughs> Donnie's extremely erotic fantasy is abruptly cut short as we pull out to discover that he's in some kind of virtual reality bubble and, presumably, whoever, whoever's running this thing doesn't want to see his Donnie doodle flapping around inside said bubble. The mysterious voice tells Donnie, You can have more highly addictive fantasy world after you've stolen some purses for me. <laughs> ah, good. We're doing another Dickensian super criminal exploits the marginalized children to do his extremely petty bidding story <laughs> in the fine tradition of Granny Goodness and the Sewer King. Third time's a charm, I suppose. <laughs> so Donnie, who's in the who in the real world doesn't have any kind of mania named after him, the loser, starts panhandling. And since this obviously means he must be working for an evil arch criminal, this attracts the attention of Batman. I mean, I wrote that line to be ironic, but I guess it has happened often enough that it actually is kind of suspicious. Donnie, who's been missing and presumed R-U-N-N-O-F-T, freaks the fuck out at the possibility of being apprehended by Batman, even going so far as to brain poor Terry with a crowbar while being carried half a mile in the air above a major freeway interchange. So, okay, yeah, maybe something bigger's going on here. Terry confers with Max, who is very much itching to be more involved in the Batman part of his life rather than just the lying to people in Terry's life part, and she offers to help him investigate Donnie's home life. Terry is hesitant, but lets her come along. And soon they're rooting through the bedroom of a teen boy, which, let's be real here, is not something I would do for all the money in the world. <laughs> Disgusting. They, then they encounter Donnie's family, a.k.a. the completely justified reason he might want to escape into a fantasy world and quickly hightail it out of there their own selves. Fortunately, Max managed to snag some kind of a clue. They say it's a cred card thing that she can digitally track, but it might as well be a matchbook with the logo of an arcade on it. So they go to an arcade, where they're accosted by threatening orphans. <laughs> the orphans beat up Terry and convince Max to join them in their virtual world, and Max is happy to take them up on this so she can live out her true fantasy of her own family actually being home and giving a crap about the stuff she does. This one, it's pretty close to home, guys. 
Then she starts artfully dodging, which is to say stealing pennies out of ashtrays, for the criminal mastermind she now works for, and leads Terry to the hideout of said mastermind. And it's that eyeball guy from last season, you know, the guidance counselor. I thought he was pretty cool last time, he had kind of a Mysterio thing going on, but uh, plugging teens into wet dream machines so they'll <laughs> shake people down for whole fives of dollars has kind of tarnished his reputation with me, I gotta be honest. Then Max kicks him in the back of the giant eyeball head and the day is saved. Well, until Brainiac re-re-re-re-re-emerges to enact his own dastardly plan involving disaffected urchins anyway. Soon, Kal-El, I will have control of all the children in Metropolis, and they will steal $80 from me. <laughs> they really like this plot, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know that this is the last time we're going to see it, either. I, I can't remember, and I, don't, don't I haven't so seen too. Static Shock at all, so I don't know. I mean, it seems like a really good way, like, because it gets kids involved, so, like, it seems yeah. like a real obvious, like, cartoon plot. Yeah, and Static Shock also focuses on a teen, so mm -hmm. that's, a, that's another possibility. But, <laughs> the, boy... <laughs> The Justice League finds out about this, and they're just like, are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> this is what all our superheroes are spending our time. Like, Batman had one, Superman had one, future Batman had one. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? Yeah, we're not even sending the Teen Titans to solve this one. You guys can fucking hang out with, I don't know, the Outsiders. <laughs> the Toddler Titans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, uh, it's just like, I mean, Darkseid did it, so, you know. Yep. I guess it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. All the children. Mm-hmm. $80. <laughs> That's, seriously, he's out there begging for single credits. Hey, man. Like, it's not, like, he's, he, like, the last time he at least had rich kids stealing from their rich parents. Yeah. This time, not so much. Just holding up a sign that says, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to spend it on virtual reality treatments. Uh-huh. All right. I will say, this is my good thing. Mm -hmm. The DC Wiki points out that the VR setup is similar to that flower, the alien flower thing from the For the Man Who Has Everything, sure. the, uh, the Superman story. Yeah. Uh, which actually will be adapted in JLU. But That's a good episode. Yeah, right now I'm just talking about the comic. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I suppose it is. Mm -hmm. uh, in between those two stories, the DC Animated Universe does It's Bad to Live in a Fantasy World way better than Star Trek ever did. They kept yeah. doing that story over and over again, and they failed every time. Mm -hmm. Well, it's like, like you know, having the kids come out of it and just like, oh, God, I got to get back in. Like, no, I will do anything. I called this out of my summary, but that moment where that kid, like, Terry's ch carrying him way the fuck over the city. Yeah. And he beats him in the head and he falls to his apparent, you know, near death mm -hmm. into a bunch of traffic because he'd rather not. He, he's not really thinking clearly. Yeah. Because he's, you know, and, and we see Max, like, beat Terry over the head at one point. Yeah, and I mean, it happens instantly. Like, she's in there for one round, and it's like, all right, well, I guess it's a life of crime for me then. Yeah, the kids end up being uh, hospitalized for serotonin overdose, mm -hmm. which, hey, come on. Some of us don't get enough of that, and yeah, now you've got too much. <laughs> yeah, come on. If you've got excess serotonin, you can just ship it to my house. Yeah, look, I mean, and if you got any extra dopamine, I could use that, please. Yeah, seriously. But also take any estrogen you got lying around. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're 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 set on that. For now. Well, all right. And I always use more estrogen. I don't know that that's how it works. I think you need <laughs> to take the the, the medically prescribed uh, quantities. I don't. You obviously know more about it than me. More estrogen means more woman. <laughs> okay. All right. You're gonna turn into some kind of weird mutant bane woman. <laughs> yes. Uh. I don't know. That sounds pretty good, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I, I realized about halfway into that, that that's not going to deter her from this at all, is it? Why on earth would you do this? She's what did you just to, say to yeah, me? She's going to want this twice as much now. Go back and come back in. Like, what the hell? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, 
but no, I I genuinely buy that these kids are just desperate and clinging to this. Like, and particularly when we see some of their kind of sad fantasies, we get the one girl who's like, um, just uh, uh works fast food and wants to marry her manager. That's, oh God, that's that was so sad. I know. It's like, oh, honey. Like, like her her ultimate fantasy dream is for the loser. Well, I mean. <laughs> In her eyes, the cute mm-hmm. boy she works with. Yeah, but like, but that's even it. In, Aim high. Even in her fantasy, he sucks. Like he's wearing his uniform still. Yeah. The high point is cartoon acne. Like yeah, you know. like the high point is that they're in like a horse-drawn carriage. I'm just like, oh, Jackie. Yeah. Sweetie, you could do so much better. But then, then we get uh, Max's, and this is your good thing. Oh yeah, uh, the fact that Max's fantasy is just. That her parents and her family love her. <laughs> the parents are home. They're home, and they want to have a conversation with her. That's so sad, and I love it. I mean, like, like I said in my summary, mm-hmm. this was, you know, not to like not to say, oh, I had a terrible... No, it was fine, but yeah. my parents worked a lot. They weren't around much, and mm-hmm. I did a bunch of shit at school that they didn't go to, and it made me sad sometimes, yeah. and like, I could, I could relate to this one. Yeah, but like, we've seen hints that her home life is not great before, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But this is the first time we get it. Like, yeah, her her mom and dad split. Her dad's mm-hmm. not in the picture anymore, and her yep. mom is on the road all the time. Yeah, so. she basically has to raise her sister. Like, yep. who we haven't met yet, but no, still, you know. But and like, it was, it's yeah, it's rough. very good. Like, it's a very just like. It would be so easy to do like a fantasy like everyone else is it like well particularly th- since the the main gist of this episode is mm-hmm. she wants to be out there kicking ass with Batman like, yeah you could so easily do your fantasy she's re- really Robin swinging from a line and beating up you know bad guys mm-hmm. like that's that would be the easy way to to show what Max really wants but yeah this is so much better <laughs> yeah just like no I just want my parents to give a shit about me. Yeah. Oh, sweetie. Look, I'm like 16 and mm-hmm. like yeah, I'm I'm the best student in school as we established last week. Yeah. And <laughs> that doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, Max. Yeah. And I'm helping Batman, which I can't tell anyone about, but mm-hmm. I'm still doing something good that, you know, come on. I'll put all your tests on our fridge. <laughs> mhm. Uh, but you wanted to you wanted to see her do a little more. I think. Oh yeah, okay. So I had a hard time picking a bad thing. So mm-hmm. I basically fell back on back on this. I want to see Max kick more people in the face. Like I don't know. I like that there's the physical. Like Terry, as we say, is a little dumb. Mm-hmm. He's got a smarty to help him out there. But he's the you know he's the muscle. She's the brains. Mm-hmm. It's just she's such a great character. Just she is. Get her out there. Put her in a costume. And I th- I I know that you want that, and I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But and look. They have always pulled off that fan service thing very well. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. I also like a superhero story that shows, you know, we had a story about uh, Terry doing this a few weeks ago. Like, mm-hmm. the costume is not the hero. Like, sure. regular people can still be heroes, and she's absolutely a hero. Mm-hmm. And I like that she doesn't have to put on a costume or, or you know, bulk up or whatever to do that. Yeah. She just uses her, her natural, like, skills to help. Mm-hmm. That's but great. also, like, if there's one thing I've learned from 38 years of being around, it's that I like people wearing superhero costumes. Well, obviously, yes. Plus, you know, like, there's there's still only been one or two girl Robins, right? Like, mm-hmm. not that many. No, and especially not think, now when this was made. Like, I don't think there's been any black Robins, have there? Uh, there's uh, Duke Thomas, who was 
uh, in the We Are Robins book, he was Signal for a while, so okay. sort of, but not really. But no women of color as Robin. No, definitely like, not. This could have I been the, a chance to like to, to really like flex some diversity muscles yeah. without it without it being tortured, without it feeling like they're trying to trying too hard. Like yeah, no, this character's already there, already essentially is Robin. Mm. But eh, yeah, I don't know. I Let's like her the way cape. she is, but I yeah. appreciate that. Um, my bad thing. Yeah. Max finds Terry sleeping at his locker at school, mm-hmm. just slumped on the floor in the hallway, leaned up against it where everyone can see him. I get that he's always tired, something mm-hmm. I can relate to more and more these days. Yeah, no kidding. But hide in the back of a classroom or go sleep on a pile of gym mats or something. Like, you, you, you're sleeping out in the hall where all the teachers and students can just see you. What are yeah. you doing, man? Ugh. All I ever wanted in high school was to go sleep on a pile of gym mats. Yeah. Like, I want them to be disinfected first. I don't want any of everyone's gross wrestling sweat on them. Oh, well, yeah, I feel that way now. But back yeah, then, of course. just fucking stretch out on a fucking... Yeah. One of those blue poof things. Yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They but, never let uh, us go on them. We, um... Uh, so, uh, a friend of mine got to take, uh, uh, as his... Like, because you have to have one phys ed credit to graduate. Mm. And he got to take theater sports. Oh, cool. Okay. I don't know. I didn't, I wasn't able to get into it. I don't remember how mm. he did, but so they got to do stage fighting and juggling oh, wow. and all That's that cool. shit. So they got to use the mats because they were pretending to knock each other over and stuff. Yeah. That is not what I was described as. Uh, no, there's also. Sports were described to, to me back when I was in high school. No, this was all stuff because he was a, he was a drama major and he ended yeah. up going off to NYU and majoring in theater. Like mm-hmm. he studied, like I say, stage fighting, juggling, all the, like, um, I think there was some rudimentary dance stuff, like for musical numbers and things. Like, oh, that sounds cool as hell. You know, it was physical stuff, but it was yeah. all for theater. And uh. that would have been so much better than having to do push-ups and shit. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, sleeping at your locker. Come on, kid. Yeah, what's wrong with Terry? You? Yeah, wake up. Mm-hmm. Ter- had a, Terry <laughs> had a great uh, boy. Kids, kids love Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with when we visited the the Grosso household, or the you know Grosso as mm-hmm. they probably should call it. Just the they were just shy of saying that dude beat his wife and kid, right? Oh yeah, like like it, it was it was rough. not subtle. No. It was bad mm-hmm. in, a, in a good way. Like they did a good job of showing the, you know, squalid and unsupportive conditions that this mm-hmm. kid came from that drove him to, you know, to this yep. VR thing. But cartoons usually don't go that like he's like, get back in the kitchen, make me some dinner. Like, oh, yeah. Jesus. No, I was watching. I'm just like, well, it's good to know that uh, yeah. some things never change. Nope. Some things do change, though. Mm hmm. In the, future, in the future, successful rock albums will go decaplat. Good for him. I uh, I had the thought when uh, when that episode opened mm-hmm. uh, that that kid was basically the uh, the rock star that Judy Jetson was always crushing on. I think it was only in the movie that she did though. That might be true. I didn't watch like yeah. I did watch a bunch of Jetsons, but I haven't seen them in years. The only uh, the one that sticks out was always the movie for me. Yeah, that's when she was voiced by the pop star Tiffany. Actually, she sure was. Yep, that was a. That that was a, uh, a like a, a, a an unhappy story for the regular voice actor who just I think she recorded all her lines and then she they did said, they said no never mind we're using Tiffany fuck off yeah she played that character for like what thirty oh, yeah. years or something yeah and then like showed up as though she were doing it and then yep. they just replaced her anyway it's like nah we want Tiffany uh-huh. oh all right fuck me I guess and they everyone else was the same yeah 
No, like, and the the move is to have Tiffany be her singing voice. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you got the pop star who's who's hot this moment. That's fine, yeah. but uh, you let the let the speaking voice still mm-hmm. be the regular person and let her sing. Yep. It's not like she can't still do it. I saw her on like fucking uh, Harvey Birdman or whatever. Who Tiffany? No, the oh. lady who who played oh, yeah, the yeah, yeah, original yeah, yeah. Judy Jetson. Like yeah. she's gone back and played her a bunch since then. Yeah, I. I got a weird thing where I wanted to watch The Jetsons not terribly long ago. It's not a good show. It's it's fucking, not. It's Hanna Barbera. It's not mm-hmm. good. But the sixties, like the sixties episodes, not the ones they did in the eighties. Sure. The aesthetic of that is so amazing. Just like all I want is the backgrounds. I don't oh, care yeah. about the story or anything. Just like that retro future. Just oh, yeah. so good. Uh, we watched the uh, the Flintstones movie last night. I saw you tweeting about that. Yeah, is that the first time you'd seen that? Uh, I saw it years and years ago. I was going like, to say, it feels like something you would have watched as a kid. Like, that came out right, like, in my, like, yeah. being nine reading Disney Adventures uh-huh. time. So, like... Oh, I, the... I figured that was during the uh, dad is uh, taking us to a movie. So, during the weekend we have with him time. You are 100% correct on that one, yes. You've, you've told that story many times. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of movies that way. I saw a lot of really yep. shitty movies that way. Yep. How is it? I, it's, um weird well yeah it's definitely the best flintstone thing until uh the comic came out yeah that comic is uh, amazing. john goodman was born to play fred flintstone oh yeah and i love all the i love how much work they put into making it look like the flintstones you know like everything's yeah. made of that weird plastic rock mm-hmm. particularly so, the, since that was made about five minutes before you could cg all that shit mm-hmm. like they also, still had to build all that practically yeah it's also got one of those weird 90s movie, uh, we made a movie based on a TV show thing where it's like, we have to, <laughs> there's, there's there's criminals who are making, who are trying to make it look like Fred Flintstone is embezzling or whatever. Usually it's, they're trying to take their house. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the Adams Family. Uh, that was also the Brady Bunch. Beverly Hillbillies, maybe, too. Probably. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that Brady Bunch movie's outstanding. It's the, very the good. First two Brady Bunch movies are outstanding. Yeah, like it is, and and the Adam Family movies too. Like it is mm-hmm. definitely possible to do those things and yep. have them be good. I just I don't know if the Flintstones is worth it. Was bad or not? Mm-hmm. I will go to my grave not understanding Rosie O'Donnell as Betty. Mm, weird casting, but uh... she could do the laugh. That's why she. Yeah, got like it. is that why they hired her? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Anyway, Batman. You're listening to Flintstones talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> With Maggie Rockbotham. <laughs> uh. And why do I not have a, a Rock Algarwat? There we yep. go. Yep. Rock. Yeah, of course. God, I was Ral- like, I was trying way too hard. Like, no. The first R word you find, just turn it into rock. <laughs> rock Gravelgar. <laughs> yeah, huh? Gravelgar? That's not bad. It's. So close to being something that it's nothing. Yeah. No, they had like some good puns on uh like like they had Carrie Granite and mm-hmm. like um Gina Lola Brickita. And yep. like, oh god. Anyway, Batman. Yes. Um, oh right. Can we get beyond Batman? I don't think Apparently we can. So. Apparently so. Um Oh, there was a great this isn't my quote, mm-hmm. but there was a great uh this is this is a straight up Spider Man line mm-hmm. where uh he's he's busting one of the kids like uh stealing someone's purse and he's yeah. like, Give back the bag, it doesn't go with your shoes. That's <laughs> such a like it's a bad Spider Man joke, but in that great way that it's like It's such a Spider Man joke though. Yeah. But it's just uh oh. 
a lot of a lot of attention to the exact kind of humor he has, yep. which is not funny, but definitely there. Yep. You 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 know exactly like yeah. what to yeah, expect. It's corny as hell. Yep. I love it. Uh, oh, we had so one of the kids in his VR bubble mm-hmm. is clearly in the womb. Oh yeah, where he's in a fetal position sucking his thumb, and I was yep. like, "Is this kid just dreaming about being in the womb? That's weird, right?" I, I mean, I what, whatever he's doing, it's weird. I mean, they're all teenagers, so they're mm-hmm. all like hormoned out and wanting sex things. But this oh is, yeah, this this like that is like what Donnie wanted was pretty pretty typical, mm-hmm. I think. But the 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 womb kid, I don't know. Look, I mean, you're not wrong. You give teenagers, hey, you can have any weird sex crap you want. Oh well, mm-hmm. I will absolutely steal purses for that. Yeah, yeah. You don't even need to fuck with my brain chemistry. I just want that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd take that now. Yeah, um, sounds pretty good. Yeah. Let's see what else. Oh, at one point when he confronts uh, Spellbinder, right? Yes. Yeah. I forgot uh, too. Like. I knew it was something like that. It's like, is it Spell Spinner? Well, because the episode was Spellbound. Yeah. Which always throws me, because that's not the character's name, but it's close. No. Spell, spelling Bee, is that right? That's him. That's Spelling Bee. You got mm-hmm. it. Nailed it. Um, but at one point, he's like, yeah, Batman, who made you the pleasure police? And I'm just thinking, Bruce. Bruce yeah, made him the pleasure. Like, that was always Bruce's job, and mm-hmm. now it's his job. People you having make, fun out there? I got to stop that. You need to make sure teenagers aren't having any fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to concentrate on, you know, adults, but, like, you know, your peer group just shouldn't be having fun. Yeah. I banned dancing in Gotham. Mm-hmm. It's like the tiny town in Footloose. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Ah, let's see. That is about all I yeah, have. Yeah, that's not... <sighs> it wasn't a bad episode. Like I say, you have to... Yeah. You, you kind of have to do a VR episode when you're doing your future mm-hmm. show. That's just a, a pretty standard, you know. And they, you know, I think they hit everything they needed to hit. Yeah. Like, it wasn't, like I say, it's not going to end up being a top five or anything, but it's, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had fun. Yeah. I have uh, the note here, please don't, Terry, please don't beat up a teenager with a substance abuse problem, please. Well, and, and at one point he injects Max, and I'm like, oh, good, that's the cure. Yep. It, it no. wasn't. It was just to make her unconscious, and she's still addicted. Like, mm-hmm. oh, well, then that's a shitty thing to do. I thought, I thought it was like normalizing her serotonin levels or whatever yeah. but like no it was just to knock her out yep that wasn't cool so she'll stop uh, she'll stop yelling at me mm-hmm. then she wakes up and starts yelling at him again <laughs> clonks him over the head you didn't solve anything i'm going right back out to go steal change out of ashtrays mm-hmm. also i know who you are so uh don't follow me yeah i'm or i'll tell spell spell be that uh mm-hmm. who you are yep i'll All say right. you're t-e-r-r-y Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh that's everything I got. All right. Well I had a quote, which is Good. this is this is a very obvious one. This is just like Bruce has said almost this exact thing before, but it mm-hmm. makes me it makes me laugh every time. This is just uh Terry looking for some advice on how to deal with Max. Mm-hmm. But she's been a big help to me. How do I tell her no? You're asking me for advice on handling women? Ah, uh, I see your point. And I like that. Yeah. I always like that. Because, yeah, he knows he knows what his reputation is. Mm-hmm. He knows everyone knows what he is. Yeah, no. Um, Look, n- I had to no. pretend to be like a, a, a you know, a, a, a slut, basically. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, yeah, I did fool around with a lot of women. So yeah. I wasn't pretending that hard. <laughs> <sighs> but also, 
he's made it clear he doesn't want Max anywhere near this. And by the end of this, she is like, yeah, they're going to they're going to try to hide this from him, aren't they? Well, I really like how's that going to go? Yeah, exactly. Like all he all Bruce has is time to watch you like. But Bruce could also figure it out in 30 seconds. Yeah, he's not, you know. I just, you were going to say, oh, I like the line basically uh, leading up to that, to, to your quote where Batman or uh, Terry's just like, I, t- that girl I've been working with is really interested in getting involved in this. And Batman, mm-hmm. or, uh, and then Bruce goes, no, that's not happening. Yeah. And Terry goes, yeah, stop yelling at me. I agree with you. Yeah. For once. Settle down. <laughs> no. Stop yelling at me, dad. Well, I no. Mean- just last week, you lied to me about this other girl you were seeing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you got going on. You get women in your life. It's probably bad. Mm-hmm. Probably bad. You don't just have a nice like girlfriend who doesn't ask a lot of questions. You got yeah. criminals and people who want to be robbing with you. Mm-hmm. Not good. It was so much easier when all you did was date Dana. Mm-hmm. Hmm? You know, I created Dana. <laughs> That's why she's so dumb. She's just like a... Like a like one of those plant people of ivies. Oh God! Yeah, that actually answers a lot of questions. Just to keep you distracted enough, not to not to give you anything serious. Like like someone with a brain would keep mm-hmm. you too distracted from being Batman, but enough that you had someone pretty to date. Yeah. What? Uh, so what are you into, Dana? Water and sunlight. Oh. Cool. That's why the answer to everything is photosynthesis. Mm-hmm. We finally figured that one out. Yep, nailed it. <laughs> All right. Anything else? Uh, that's everything I got. Very well. Well, next week, uh, our friend Tilo will be joining Yay. us. Yay. Yeah. Uh, for, no kidding, an episode called Rats, which is the Rat Boy episode. Every Rat person boy. I say this to is just like, what? <laughs> no, no, the Rat Boy episode, yeah. really. Uh, we'll get more data in that one. I don't know if you'll be happy about how, mm-hmm. but we will. We'll see. Uh, and an episode called Mind Games. I have mm-hmm. no idea what that is, but uh, Some we'll kind of mind out. game. Yeah. Uh, but as ever, uh, if you want to find our, our archives and stuff about us on our website, it is kidslovebatman.com. If you want to write to us, it is kidslovebatmanpodcast at gmail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am on Twitter at Algar. I am at Twitter. Uh, I am at Twitter on Maggie Robots. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Uh, yeah. And, uh, we'll be back next time. Yeah. Uh, see you folks. Twala, rat boys. <laughs> For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2022. Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.